Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? So happy to, to be with you in real life today, yeah. in person, <laughs> in studio. Uh, we're going to have a, a really interesting topic, uh, this first recording here. We do a series of these, and that is Tylenol during pregnancy. Yes. And it's a, it's a very pertinent one for me. I've got a, a few of my friends who are pregnant, and I know it's a question that you get asked all the time. Yeah. Can you take Tylenol during pregnancy? And if so, what's it? What's the deal? Yeah. So just to give a little background for anybody who doesn't know this about me, um, before I became a nurse practitioner, I was a labor and delivery nurse for 10 years. So anything women's health, labor, delivery, postpartum related is near and dear to my heart. Um, and this is something that I've seen coming up more and more. And so I really want to get some good education out there because this is the, this is stuff that we really had never heard before. And a lot of people are still questioning. So Tylenol, also known as acetaminophen, mm -hmm. um, is the only really accepted pain reliever to take in pregnancy. Okay. So whenever a woman finds out she's pregnant, OB doctor tells her, you know, no ibuprofen, aspirin, NSAIDs of any sort. We know from research that that can decrease blood flow going to the baby's organs. Mm -hmm. So we know to stay away from those. So we're told, hey, if you have a headache, aches and pains, whatever, just take some Tylenol. It's safe. Okay. So back in 2014, they started doing some more research into Tylenol. They started kind of questioning, is it as safe as we think it is? Um, and through some animal studies, it started indicating that there actually is more issues stemming from taking Tylenol in pregnancy than what we originally thought. Okay. So late 2021, so just last year, a, a combined statement was released by a bunch of different providers and uh, researchers and all this stuff um, saying that Tylenol in pregnancy does pose some risks to the developing fetus, um, which has been backed by multiple studies. Um, but again, still very commonly accepted take Tylenol in pregnancy. So what can it do? These are the things I want people, people to know about. Um, frequent use of Tylenol in pregnancy has been associated with an increased risk of um, ADD, ADHD. So there was a study done involving 64,000 mothers that had consumed Tylenol throughout the pregnancy for different reasons and in different amounts. Uh, up to a 37% increase in a condition called hyperkinetic disorder, which is a very severe form of ADHD. 30% uh, increased risk for ADHD in and of itself. Um, and that went up to a 50% increased risk if the mother took it across multiple trimesters or for more than 20 total weeks of the pregnancy. Now, you're just talking about taking it for like headaches and, mm -hmm. and any sort of aches mm -hmm. and pains. Yeah. And wow, that's fascinating. And so it's a dose-dependent effect. Um, the more Tylenol that you consume, the more of an effect it can have on the developing baby. Okay, okay. Um, so, and then there was another study published by JAMA that, that backed up very similar results in this. Um, and it's also a questionable link now even to increased autism rates wow. in babies. Wow, and, and this is a this is a recent finding. Mm -hmm. Man, that's crazy. So like I said, it had been called into question as early as 2014, but really this is something that just hit more of the mainstream news within the past six to eight months or so. 
So, so what do we do? Like, what do we do now? What all there are the alternatives for this? Well, it, so part of it's understanding what, why does it do it? What the issue is? So Tylenol, it, like anything that you take, it can cross the placenta. So as soon as you find out that you're pregnant, everything you're taking, you've got to think, what does it do to me? And what does it do to baby? Mm -hmm. So Tylenol does cross the placenta. There are safe herbs that also can be used in replacement of this. The reason that Tylenol is such an issue is that it depletes our glutathione levels. That's our natural antioxidant. Mm. So every single time you take a dose of glutathione or a dose of Tylenol, glutathione levels drop. That's what's needed for detoxification. And that's pregnant or not pregnant? Pregnant or not pregnant. Okay. Okay. Um, but when you're pregnant, that acts as a hormone disruptor in the okay. baby. Um, so <clears throat> besides it being a, a link to neuroendocrine disorders and things like that, they've actually seen a link, like I said, with brain development. Um, even male infertility rates have started to go up, and they're linking that to maternal consumption of Tylenol while pregnant. Wow. So it's apparently the studies are showing it's worse on male fetuses than females because it's in increasing risks, like I said, for infertility, undescended testes, testicular cancer later in life. Lots of things that... So, and you're talking about baby in utero? In utero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mom takes Tylenol, all effects, all effects are going to the baby. Wow. So uh, things that we can do, of mm -hmm. course, if you have a high fever and you've got to bring it down, you take some Tylenol. That's going to be safer than running, a, you know, a fever and having a seizure in pregnancy or something like that. And that's, and that's still better than taking Advil or yes, any sort of you, ibuprofen. you can't touch okay. Advil, ibuprofen. None of the NSAIDs can be taken in pregnancy. Okay. Um, but always like just weigh the risk versus benefit. If it's like, oh, I've got a little bit of a headache or my back's hurting a little bit today, what can you do that's not a medication that can help you with that that's not going to have a detrimental effect on your developing baby? Um, so herbs that you you can actually use that are very safe in pregnancy that can help with pain. Um, one of them is ginger. So ginger or magnesium glycinate, both can be safely taken in pregnancy that can help with headaches. Mm. Um, you can also do something topical like a, a lavender essential oil, uh, peppermint or spearmint oil, even um, like tiger balm applied to the temples can be helpful for headaches. Okay. Um, tiger balm or things like that on sore muscles, sore back, uh, taking a, a warm back with some Epsom salts can help with sore muscles because um, everybody knows when you're pregnant, something always hurts. Um, so it's uh, massage, chiropractic, finding natural ways to address it versus just, oh, Tylenol is completely and totally fine. Let's let's take one. Um, and even riboflavin, which is a, a B2 derivative, can help it with women who have chronic migraines in pregnancy. Interesting. So there's other things that you can do. Now, my caveat to all of this being, um, if you're pregnant and you develop a really severe headache, so severe headaches, spots or floaters in front of your eyes, um, abdominal pain, anything like that, um, that's a much bigger deal. That's something that you need to call your OB about immediately. That can be signs of preeclampsia. So I'm not advising like, oh, just take yeah. some ginger and it's going to be fine. That There are things that you need to call your OB about. There are things that can be really serious. But for your day-to-day -day aches and pains, Look for something besides Tylenol. Yeah. Um, take a step back from that. Realize every every pharmaceutical that you take does carry a risk. Um, and this one, it's a big risk for the baby. So It's super interesting. And thank you for, for bringing up this topic. I got one quick question. Yeah. Um, 
I often get headaches when I'm dehydrated. When you're pregnant, is it easier to become dehydrated because, you know, you have someone living inside of you? Yep. So would yep. you have to drink more water? Could that be another yeah. alternative? Yeah, absolutely. Hydrate. Um, and a lot of pregnant women, they'll get headaches, but they'll also start having abdominal cramps, start having little little tiny baby contractions. Mm-hmm. So that's another sign of dehydration. Um, so you've got to take care of yourself. You do. You have a living person growing inside of you. So you have more demands. You may need to eat. You may have a headache because you're hungry and your blood sugar is low. Think through all the possible things. Is it stress? Do you need a break from everybody else and go take a nap? Think through everything else that it could possibly be before we jump to something like Tylenol. Got it. Got it. Well, Robin, thank you so much for educating us on this topic today. Guys, thank you all for hanging out with us today. As always, we will see you guys next time. You guys name it. We explain it. See you guys next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.